Hello, everybody. Pilot alert. This is the very first podcast of the Heavy 15. So stay tuned. This could be a bit bumpy, but here we are. Got to start somewhere, right? topic i'm gonna go over four teams i think that are gonna go from somebody's to nobody this year as in from making the playoffs last year to not quite so much this year so the first team i'm gonna go over is the new england patriots duh this is very obvious to a lot of people but to some not so much so starting off let's start off with the elephant in the room no Tom Terrific, no Golden Boy, no California Cool. He is gone. He decided, unleash me, release the shackles from Belichick. I don't want to do this anymore. I've had enough. Give me my money. <laughs> Let me go to Tampa Bay and live it up with my homeboy Gronk. But, you know, now it's all up to Jared Stidham slash old Brian Hoyer depending on what goes on there. Who knows? He's there to help Jared grow, obviously. A lot of people talk about how he could be the future. I don't know. Still so early. He's barely played, but it's New England. (laughs) So you never know, right? Um, Number two, the potential culture shock. So there's definitely going to be a fall from grace, guys. Uh, You can already see from the draft, they didn't, they weren't too impressive. Like, let's be honest, they didn't pick up any, they didn't go after a new core buy. They didn't try to get a new shiny new toy. They just went what they usually do. They're playing Jane. <laughs> they they do it the right way. Right. And that's the way uh, Belichick goes. Follow the rules, do your job or whatever. Right. <laughs> so other than the draft, some notice notable departures this off season include Stephen Gostkowski. Uh, one of their legendary kickers other than Venetary, to be honest. He's been there for God knows how long, like I think 10 years. Helped them win multiple Super Bowls. A little inconsistent though in the past year. You know, some injury too. Philip Dorsett, no longer there. Wasn't the most consi- consistent pass catcher, but he was a burner and he had a pretty surprise, really good productive streak in the 18 playoffs where they won, were going to the Super Bowl. Um, Danny Shelton, defensive tackle left for Detroit that leaves a massive hole in the defensive line uh, he would <laughs> he helped gain control of a better interior line in the trenches helped stop the run game um, next uh, linebacker Jamie Collins who just now finished his second stint with the Patriots because he wanted to go collect more money and power to you buddy because the Patriots aren't going to pay you it's just the way they do business they pay their tackles, they pay their corners, and they pay their stud linebacker, edge rusher, and that's all you're going to get from them. If you don't like it, that's too bad. Go find money elsewhere, according to Billy B. <laughs> Go. So, with that being said, lastly, Cal Van Noy, another great linebacker that improved immensely, built through New England. 
Um, but again, now he's on to Miami, I believe, um, with former uh, Patriot coach Brian Flores. So they're on the come up too. So overall with this, I'm going to go over my prediction after I talk about these things. So for the Patriots, my guess or prediction, you could call it, they're going to finish second or third to Buffalo. And then Miami with their defense on the rise after a great draft and free agency, they stashed so many picks. They caught a couple big names, Byron Jones. Um, again, Kyle Van Noy. They're, they're building their defense on the ground up, doing it the right way. And through the draft, Tua Tonga-Vailoa can be a great, great quarterback. I have a strong feeling of. Uh, he's going to be throwing to Devontae Parker. He picked it up for immensely last year. He's turned into a big stud. Um, and honestly, I think because of that, <laughs> New England might not tank per se, but come on. Like we, we all saw from the draft, right? What was going on? It did it just doesn't look like they're trying, which is sort of weird, but there's more than meets the eye with the Patriots, the whole mystery team and all that. But my guess is they're tanking for Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or just trying to gather some draft picks and not do the best and trade, something like that. So number two, Houston, we have a leadership problem in the building. Oh, thank you. Why that? Well, you could, um, I don't know, ask anyone on the internet. Um, because just before the draft, DeAndre Hopkins, not sure if you know him, but stud, wide receiver, top five in the game, bar none. <laughs> don't talk to me if you disagree otherwise. Traded away in a weird scandal because apparently the relationship wasn't the best with Bill O'Brien. Something going on, doesn't have a good character personality trait that's puzzling to me uh the guy hasn't been in any trouble at all i don't know just deshaun watson your quarterback's best bud favorite target eh, just a little puzzling and also just with all the other things going on regarding bill o'brien and the way he does business they didn't have a gm for the past for the past year and now he's also a gm as a coach, and what also makes that puzzling is he's given away the whole, they've mortgaged, mortgaged the whole future away They're with their draft picks by getting Laramie Tunsil, who now they sign. And sure, he's a good tackle. He's above average, but by no means a top five to close to top 10 tackle in the league. I'd say he's slightly below that because they don't have too good offensive line play anyways. Deshaun Watson causes trouble for himself because he runs a lot and he improvises and he has to ad-lib half the time because their offensive line isn't the best anyways. But take Hopkins away now, replace him with Brandon Cooks or Burner. Yeah, he's great. Cool. But I'm sorry, but who they replaced, <laughs> who they got to replace Hopkins, like it's just, it's just so sad because Deshaun Watson's gonna not be a very happy camper. And if I were him, I'd demand a trade. But Again, that's just my thoughts. Um, so to finish that off, I see them taking a slight fall from grace. No playoffs this year. Second or third in division, potentially. 
I see the Colts taking the crown back with the addition of Philip Rivers, who was off his game a bit last year. And yeah, he got roughed up a lot, but I think this scene, change of scenery could do him wonders with a much better offensive line just to start, like Quinn Nelson, obviously. Um, they also had, have many weapons at his disposal, also similar to the Chargers, but he has T.Y. Hilton, tight end Jack Doyle. Uh, they picked up Trey Burton, another tight end. Yeah, a lot of concussion troubles, but who knows? We'll see what he can do with that. Um, also, big uh, 6'4 rookie, Michael Pittman Jr. from USC. Ex- heard bit good things about him, expected to pop in a few years. Um, and they also have a nasty tandem of Marlon Mack and one of the steals of the draft, in my opinion, J- Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin, a bruiser. He's very quick, good at catching the ball. Um, so, yeah, they're going to be – Pretty disgusting on offense. Um, also, while Tennessee, they still have a solid group of guys to battle the Texans with. Uh, they give them troubles a lot. They usually split games. Uh, still see them competitive around six to eight wins, but they probably fall short because of management dysfunction with people feeling like things could explode any minutes again, like I said before. But, uh, yeah, moving on. Number three, the Green Bay Packers. So, falling out of love or in love so yeah falling in love with jordan love apparently um there's let's get to it let's be honest lots of bad vibes surrounding the packers organization right now uh the team is is now suddenly on the hot seat not that it wasn't before but even more so in the limelight of the media um, because they decided to be clever, just like they did with Favre and Aaron Rodgers back in the day, and move up for a quarterback. So they have their insurance, I guess you could call it. But you got to think about it this way: they haven't a draft, they haven't drafted a wide receiver in the first round. I think what did I hear almost ever. I'm pretty sure, and that's a little alarming because. For a team that struggled to stay healthy last year and keep receivers alive on the field for more than a few games at a time without having a different rotation for Rodgers, as great as he is, like you're just doing them a disservice. And this is so much different than Brett and Aaron to Jordan and Aaron because Brett was talking about retiring for a couple years now while in the playoffs still being productive, Aaron just learning behind them. Brett didn't want to give up the job, like, but it, this is so much different. Brett was near the end of his career. Aaron's mentioned many times that he still wants to play for three to four, maybe even five years. So still into his around his forties. So what does that tell you? It tells you he wants to be there. He's committed. Yes. He's had frustrations. He's, ad lib and he's saying this he's saying that not everyone's liking him but you know what it it really this is just a bad look for the Packers I'm sorry it just all power to Jordan Love great kid I'm sure he's going to be a good player in this league but it's just a really bad look it just it's really sad because Aaron Rodgers is incredible one of the best quarterbacks I've seen in my lifetime personally lots of respect for the guy but if you're going to be logging Devontae Adams only through half the year and have Aaron Jones and dinosaur Jimmy Graham half the time and a defense that can't stop squat when the going gets tough and they play hard-nosed teams, well, that's what happens, right? 
Um, another reason uh, why I think the Packers are going to take a step back, they had a really flawed 13-3 and record. Why? First off, they won games that had no business winning. For example, Weird Tibbet, I found out, didn't even lead for a second in either of their two wins against Detroit in 2019. This is laughable considering how dysfunctional Detroit has been throughout the years. And it took several mistakes by the Lions for the Packers to come on top. Number two, they struggled to even beat the Measley Panthers with Kyle Allen running the show. In a snowy game, I remember watching with McCaffrey steps away from being in the end zone to go ahead for the two-point conversion to potentially tie the game. Like, There's no reason for some of these games why they're that close. Uh, lastly, they struggled to beat the Redskins by only tw- five points, 20 to 15. That was when Bill Callahan was saying, uh, pound the rock. That's all that matters. We're not going to throw the ball. We're going to pound it down your throat 30 or 40 times if we have to. Okay, man. Yikes. Uh, get with the times. So overall, my prediction for the Packers, fall back from their lucky 13 gift wrap season with a more reasonable win record like 79 wins with the Vikings saving the league this year while Detroit and Chicago continue to figure out what they're doing with themselves. Um, lastly, the Buffalo Bills. So before you guys clown me, hear me out for a sec, okay? I'm a Bills fan. I've been almost all my life. I go to games every year. They've improved immensely under Sean McDermott. I'm extremely proud of them. Make great pickups. They draft well. They picked up Stefan Diggs, a little bit of a bad case, but should be able to figure these things out. Replenish some of their losses, like Jordan Phillips from the D-line. They got Mario Addison, former Carolina player, who was with McDermott during his stint there. Um, should, so the adjustment should go smoothly. And also with their only pick, their top pick, because they traded it for Stefan Diggs, AJ Espinessa, defensive end of Iowa, 54th overall. He's supposed to be pretty good. Um, with that being said, my prediction for the Bills. So most likely, since it is very vulnerable with the Pats probably stepping down now, with Big Shark Brady leaving and the Dolphins kind of on the rise and the Jets and Arnold is good, but they have to keep him upright. They drafted Mackay Beckton and they got a big a big receiver for him and Denzel Mims. So it, that's it's kind of a toss up, but overall, I still feel the Bills probably winning the division. But when I mean fall from grace for the Bills, because I want this one as a wild card, is that it's different because their schedule is going to be much harder this year. They kind of had a bit of a cakewalk last year and got a bit lucky with injuries. So let me tell you why I feel this way. So taking a look at their upcoming opponents, we'll know Thursday night the full schedule, but as of now, we only know the opponents. So next year, they're going to be playing two powerhouse divisions, the AFC West and the NFC West. So why powerhouse? AFC West, they have the Broncos. They have the defending Super Bowl champions and Kansas City Chiefs. The Chargers are going to probably be on the rise again, although Justin Herbert is just a rookie. I wouldn't take them lightly. Their team is full of studs all around. The Raiders got a lot of speed. I don't know, though, what Gruden and them are doing exactly. They're kind of going their own route. It's a little bit... (laughs) different than everybody else i guess you could say um nfc west the runner-up super bowl champions 49ers they're gonna give cause the bills a lot of trouble they're very tough also the arizona cardinals they're also now on high as they now have a big name target for kyler second year um also the rams are no joke 
uh, or the Seahawks. The Seahawks are going to be probably in the divisional round this year, maybe at least. Uh, I just think it's going to be a lot tougher this year. Also, not to mention their other two games, they also play Tennessee again. They struggled. They didn't beat them last year. And also Pittsburgh, they also struggled, but they did beat. Um, but this time now they'll have Big Ben back, but who knows, right? Big Ben's pretty old, but they have a really tough team, same with Tennessee. But yeah, going with that, that is all for today, guys. That is my thoughts. Welcome to the Heavy 15. I am James. Have yourselves a good day. All right.